0: You're listening to the Capitol Press Room and we're turning our attention to the sport of wrestling and specifically how it's regulated in New York and whether it needs unique rules and licensing from the State Athletic Commission. For more on the issue, we're joined by Jake Sapinski. Welcome to the show, Jake. Thank you for having me. So for starters, what is your connection to the world of professional wrestling in New York?
1: Wrestling in New York... It's one of those things where you grow up on it. And I come from the mindset of, hey, if you can do it, why can't I? So growing up as a kid, I watched professional wrestling, loved it. And as an adult, um, I became, well, I'm six foot six, 300 pounds. So what better use of my abilities than to, quote unquote, beat people up? So I went to school, became a professional wrestler, got a little older, got a little sore, got a little slow, so I decided to step out from the ring and go behind the scenes and actually run my own company.
0: And in New York, for example, what are the different shapes and forms that wrestling can take? Because I have to imagine a lot of listeners uh, are only familiar with the real big ticket celebrity type of uh, wrestling events. There
1: is really not that much difference between what you see on TV and what happens in your local community center because a lot of it is kind of like baseball in a sense where you get the minor leagues, but the players, they get better and better and they move on up to the major leagues. Currently in New York, we have a, a lot of talent uh, from Western New York and upstate as well as downstate that are in the major leagues. We have Daniel Garcia, the blade and the butcher from the Buffalo area on AEW. You have um, MJF who is currently the champion for, for AEW from Long Island. So, We have all the talents in New York State, but they have to start somewhere. And that's where they start in these community centers, these VFW halls. And they've worked their way up to get these major contracts and championships on TV.
0: And for these events then happening around New York and community centers and other small venues, what are the state rules or procedures that they operate under?
1: So right now, professional wrestling is listed as a combat sport, and therefore it is monitored by the New York State Athletic Commission, which also has boxing and now MMA under their umbrella. Uh, But unfortunately, when MMA was legalized in New York State, it came with a bunch of caveats for them to follow, such things as having ambulances on site, having a doctor uh, at ringside, which all makes sense for boxing and MMA. But like I said, we fall under that umbrella. So when you have those costs, you have the insurance costs, the fight insurance, the venue rental, when you have the cost of the ambulance, the doctor rental, the venues and all the fight insurance and uh, the fees in order to get your yearly license, everything that Dana White has to do in order to run, let's say, Madison Square Garden, unfortunately, little people like myself have to. In order to run a hundred-seat community center,
0: well, why aren't those rules and regulations uh, appropriate for a wrestling event the same way they might be appropriate for a mixed martial arts or boxing event?
1: Because we are really not a combat sport. Everyone knows that we are entertainment. This is just a different form of entertainment. It really is not as different as having, you know, the revolution scene in Les Misérables. Hmm. You know, going to see entertainment at the Proctor's Theater in Albany, Landmark Theater in Syracuse, we should fall under that umbrella. Or else, you know, going to see your favorite Broadway play, they should have a doctor there, ambulance, et cetera. That's how I feel how our entertainment should be put under the umbrella for those other entertainment options in New York State
0: sounds like you're arguing that it's basically a choreographed event the same way, like a musical, for people who aren't familiar with the lay Miz reference, or maybe a dance troupe, for example.
1: It really is. It is theater. It's a different kind of avant-garde theater, per se. It has grown leaps and bounds uh, from the, when it started as the Carney Days over 100 years ago. But this form of Americana in professional wrestling is just as much of an art form as a musical.
0: Well, legislation from State Senator Tim Kennedy, a Buffalo Democrat, would direct the State Athletic Commission to review the need uh, for unique regulations and licensing of professional wrestling. As someone who lives and breathes that world, what do you think are some of the key tenets of future regulations and licensing if you're able to get those for the world of professional wrestling in New York?
1: Senator Kennedy's office has been fantastic. I reached out to them with this issue. And when they realize that the MMA, all the regulations are under the same umbrella, they realize, you know, that's wrong and they want to change it. So that's where this bill is coming for. MMA and boxing are far more dangerous than professional wrestling is. Like I said, it really is no different than a musical. It's just in a 360 degree theater. Different regulations that may be appropriate. Um, It's just anything to lower the cost because right now, you can only really find professional wrestling in the big cities. It's not worth having any crowd less than 200. I mean, that strikes out all the little VFW halls, uh, the volunteer fire centers in little towns like uh, only in New York, um, outside of Finger Lakes. I mean, you—you, you, it's not feasible to have an event there. It's only in the big ones, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, New York City, etc. So really what this bill would do, is if we lessen some of the regulations, it opens up the money where we can have lower ticket prices, where we can still make a little bit of money if there's not that many people there. Like I said, professional wrestling is Americana, it's entertainment, and it really should be available to everybody, not just those that can afford a ticket.
0: So when we think about the state's potentially vested interest in keeping the same rules for MMA and professional wrestling, I have to imagine that somewhere in the back of the minds of state lawmakers and state regulators is this chance, I don't know whether it's one in ten, one in a million, one in a billion, of someone maybe getting significantly injured in a professional wrestling event, and the rules and regulations, which may be onerous, end up being very critical to helping someone in these situations, and that by relaxing them in a significant way that same protections might not be present. So how would you want to put people's mind at ease about that? Uh, is it just come back down to that recurring thing we've talked about, which is that the risk is so low and it's comparable to, like we said, dance or some other sort of performance event?
1: The, the risk is there. Um, but like like I said, keeping with the whole Broadway correlation, um, the Spider-Man musical, when they had those injuries. There's stuntmen, we're trained stuntmen, we only get people. You're not going to come off the streets and go into a wrestling ring. That is absolutely 100% not going to happen anywhere you go in the country. You have to attend a school, you have a trainer, you'll spend a minimum of a year in that school, and then you uh, will slowly work your way up through the system. Like I said, it's kind of like minor league baseball in that sense, where a player moves up. Um, as a promoter myself, I absolutely will not touch anybody that is not properly professionally trained. There are schools there. Uh, that's where they go to learn how to bump, how to roll, how to mitigate risk. But that's where you see wrestling on a weekly basis, and not a lot of injuries happen. If anything, it's just bumps and bruises.
0: Well, finally, for me personally, my exposure to The world of wrestling that that you're describing, the thing that's maybe far from the the bright lights of uh, network television and big uh, events is the world portrayed in the 2008 film, The Wrestler. And in that world, there are some risks and uh, kind of a seedy underbelly to the world of wrestling. So how accurate is that portrayal? And do there need to be protections to just look out for the workforce that uh, is portrayed in that movie.
1: It's true. Uh, You know, the great movie and this great storyline. However, that story does not have to happen in real life. These wrestlers that go from town to town, they're historically known as independent contractors. They can pick and choose who to work for. If you don't like what one promoter is going to tell you to do, you don't have to do it. You don't have to work for them again. Everything is a choice. Thus, for promoters, it is our job to make the industry safer. It's our job with the less regulations in order to improve the business, to make people want to come out, to put on a product where people travel, bring the economic income into our area, and enjoy themselves. Right now, wrestling is in a bit of a glory days, I guess you could say. But right now, New York really has fallen behind. You see these big shows in Los Angeles and New Jersey and, and a lot of places where they're not regulated. They are the ones that actually put the product and raise it, not necessarily the promoters. But like I said, the workers, they get to choose who they want to work for. So a wrestler-type movie does not happen.
0: Well, We've been speaking with Jake Sapinski, Jake, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, big fan. Support for Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local, state, and federal government entities at wgpfoundation.org.